I am so freaking drained. Welcome to the Money Bear Podcast. I know that's quite the introduction, but I'm like, you know what? How can I look forward to this podcast recording? Because I need to catch up again. I'm way behind on podcast episodes. And it's just because things have been so crazy lately. I lately have been just feeling like an island where it's like I have a million and 16 things to do. And I also have a relationship to maintain. And I'm also having to go on all of this travel that it would be fine if I was traveling, if I had the time, but I really just haven't had the time. And so I've got all of that going on and it's not really stuff that I can like, you know, change. It's, I've got a wedding coming up soon and I've got a trip that I planned for my dad last year, but got canceled. And yeah, it's just, I'm really tired guys. I'm hanging on a little bit by a thread. And I know with entrepreneurship, it's sometimes you are in a sprint. You are in a sprint to get to the next level. You're in a sprint to get out of this particular stage that you're in to get into the next one. And I know that's where we're at right now. We've been scaling and scaling is expensive, but it's also a lot of work while you're scaling. And yeah, I'm the one who's in charge. So it's like, how do I know I'm always doing the right thing? And the truth is I don't. When it comes to business ownership, I'm constantly guessing if I'm doing the right thing. And granted, I'm using data to back up my decisions, but it's hard. So I guess we're just having an honesty corner here on the Money Bear today where we do talk about money. And to be fair, entrepreneurship is often touted as this like incredible opportunity to make a lot of money and really fast and build wealth quickly. And to be fair, it is, but it's also a crap ton of work, especially if you are trying to scale. So that's where we're at right now. I'm just, I think I'm really close to burnout, but I know that the light is at the end of the tunnel and I've got folks who I'm hiring who are going to help me expand and help me not feel so burnt out all the time. But the in-between process is really hard and I'm not doing well mentally. (laughs) I laugh because I want to ease the tension, but it's just, we glamorize so much and I am so honored and thankful for what I do. And I love what I do, but nobody really talks about how hard it is to be your own boss, how hard it is to own a business and how it's not a nine to five. It's not even an eight to five. It's a all hours of every day to five because it's your baby. It's the thing that I have worked the hardest on and that I'm the most passionate about and so excited about. And not only that, it also helps people. So the work that I do, I love and it is so important, but I have spent way too long doing it all by myself. So luckily I hired somebody this week to be our new content assistant. I don't know why I said it like that, content assistant. And I'm really excited for her to join the team. We also hired an SEO specialist. And I think between the two of them, we're really going to be able to do some really awesome things for Clobear. But sitting here at six o'clock on a Wednesday, I'm just like, guys, I'm so tired. (laughs) I was like thinking, what is my quick money tip going to be this week? What is my life update going to be this week? And it's, you know what, I'm just going to choose honesty. I'm going to, that's going to be my tip. My tip is honesty. That entrepreneurship, if you feel like you have FOMO, it ain't always roses and sunshine. And it's really hard and really stressful, especially when you're going through transitions. 
Again, life is a lot about choosing what problems you want to have. And the problems I want to have are absolutely the problems of entrepreneurship. Um, But I do remember when I was talking to some of my friends who are also content creators, who are also running courses and multi-six-figure, if not million-dollar businesses. I remember talking about they're like, some of them are trying to retire next year or within the next couple of years from what they're doing. And they're they're young. They're only in their 30s or 40s. And I'm like, what? What do you mean? I I never want to retire. I want to keep doing this. For as long as humanly possible. And they're like, you'll eventually, you'll understand. I was like, nah, I don't think so. I think I'm just different. Now I get it. I get why somebody would want to stop doing their passions for a little bit because of burnout, because it is so hard to step away, because it's so hard to manage your time and your expectations and your phone time and not compare yourself. Like there's just so many different things and it costs a lot of money as well. Chloe Bear has gotten to the place where, and again, full, so happy, but it has gotten to the place where running the business is not cheap, which scares me because I'm so used to us having almost no overhead, but now with having overhead between paid ads, the podcast, hiring an entire freaking team, it's a new level of responsibility that I'm like, holy crap, I did not not think this through. (laughs) Not that I didn't think it through. I don't know if that's the right word. More just like this. I didn't think of how this was going to impact me emotionally and from a stress perspective. I guess that's what our money tip can be is how I am preparing for this massive lifestyle increase. And it's not really a lifestyle increase. It's a business expenses increase, but we're going to call it a lifestyle increase because I do feel like lifestyle increase is the thing that's most related to this. And it's also something so many of us struggle with. And it's also the thing that prevents a lot of us from being able to reach our financial goals. So lifestyle inflation is you make more money and then you spend more money and then you make more money and then you spend more money. And so you're never really increasing what you're saving. You're not really increasing how much money you're putting on debt or any of those other things. And so it's just the amount in which you earn. You keep telling yourself, eventually, when I make this amount of money, I will be able to save more. I'll be able to invest more. But for some reason, that never really stops. Like it never happens. It never that you reach that milestone that you thought you were going to get to. But then that milestone gets pushed forward because you're like, you know what? I really want a new house or I really want to do that bathroom remodel or I've been thinking about upgrading my cart. So it's like you slowly but surely increase your lifestyle and the most dangerous kind of lifestyle creep is when you have stuff that you are required to pay for. It's not as bad when it's like a one-off expense where you're like, I'm going to go on this vacation this one time and it's a really expensive, luxurious vacation. The good news is you're not stuck in that for, you don't have to pay for that every year or every month or whatever. It's an optional thing. The dangers is when We buy a house that we think we're going to grow into from an income perspective, or we buy a house just above our budget, at the high end of our budget. And we're like, we're going to end up making more money so we can make it work. That's when it gets scary because you're locked in on the mortgage, on the payment, on whatever it is that you decided to increase your lifestyle on. So that's the kind of lifestyle creep I've been thinking about a lot where I'm like, okay, Clobear and spending more money on Clobear is essential. If I want Clobear to grow and reach more people, both with our free education and our paid offerings, the only way to do that is to further invest in my business. I have reached the point where I cannot do it all. I cannot even do probably what I'm doing right now because I'm exhausted. And so it's not optional. But the things that I can control in terms of 
where I'm spending my money is those lifestyle costs. Is the, do I really want to move to San Diego and take on a $3,000 a month where I've got to be locked in for 12 months? That's the question I've been thinking about the most. And not only that, I'm also locking myself into a higher tax rate for that 12 months. And not only that, but the cost of living in general every single week, every single day is also higher. So those are the kinds of lifestyle creep, lifestyle inflation items that are a little bit more concerning than the, we're hiring a team to, you know, build Clover because the idea behind that is eventually that will turn into a new income stream. Eventually it will pay off, but it is a lot of money upfront and it is a lot of learning upfront. Yeah. In terms of what I am doing to prepare both for my lifestyle inflation, but as well as my business inflation, which is non-negotiable and not optional, I have significantly increased and continue to increase my emergency fund. Right now, I'm at a place where cash is king. And that's weird to say as somebody who prioritizes investing as much as possible. And when I started this year, I was like, I'm going to invest $100,000 this year, which is 40 grand more than what I did last year. And I'm sitting here, it's March. And I'm like, I don't think I can do that, or at least not yet. Because if I do that, I'm going to be cash strapped. I'm going to be having a thinner emergency fund. I'm not going to be able or not going to feel comfortable saving as much money for taxes. And that is a compromise I'm not willing to do. Right now, cash is important to me because of all the changes that I'm going through, because I now have fifteen to twenty thousand dollars of expenses for Clover every single freaking month if we're talk if we're counting taxes. That requires me to have more cash on hand in order to comfortably make changes, to be able to comfortably pursue this growth. I cannot pursue that growth if I'm constantly stressed out and worried about what is in my bank account. So I've entered into this new shift of hey, Chloe. Saving in a separate account for your taxes and saving in a separate account for just a two-month look ahead of expenses for the business and a six-month to a year emergency fund, that is a priority. That is something that we need to be focused on for your mental health. Because if we don't, you're going to burn out from just the stress of being concerned that you're somehow not going to be able to pay the bills. Now, have I ever even been to the place yet with the business where I haven't been able to pay the bills or I haven't been able to invest in the business? No, I haven't yet. So a lot of this is more in preparation for what's about to come, what's about to happen, both in terms of the business expenses and the lifestyle expenses. But that's really all I can do. All I can do is prepare for it and be like, all right, are we going to do this? yeah, we're going to do this. So if we're going to do this, how do I make a decision that's going to make me feel the most safe? And right now that is beefing up the emergency fund, making sure I'm saving separately for things like taxes. Those are your sinking funds. So again, taking it back to personal finance, that's your sinking funds. When you know you're going to have car repairs or you know you're going to have a medical bill or certain things are coming up, that's when you save for that separately so that when that thing happens, the money is available. So that's essentially what I'm doing. I've got these sinking funds. I've got these reserves to make sure I can handle whatever comes my way. And I am never in a situation where I have to choose between what I need for the business and paying rent. 
and I'm so obsessed with Clover, I'd probably pay for the business. I'm just kidding. Am I? I don't know. I think I'm kidding. So we're going to keep it short because like I told you guys, I am stressed and it's 6.30 and I think I really just need to make some dinner and relax this evening as much as I can. And I need to wash my face because I look oily AF. But thanks for listening. I, I hope this made sense. I hope this resonated. I hope it was helpful. And I hope it also provided some perspective on that sexy becoming an entrepreneur, online business owner, so that if you've been feeling that FOMO or you've been feeling that pressure, you're getting that alternative perspective of, hey, it's okay if you like your nine to five. It's okay if you want that stability. It's okay if you aren't interested in doing what I'm doing or doing what so many people on Instagram and TikTok are doing. That's okay. You're allowed to live your life in the way that is aligned with your terms and your values and what you want. So yeah, I guess that's the bear part of Clo Bear, right? Telling y'all when I also feel like shit. <laughs> oh goodness. So anyway, I will say before I end, I don't want to end it on a bad note. The end is in sight for me. I think in a few months things will be significantly better. However, it's going to be a lot between now and then. So we will see how it goes. Wish me luck. Again, I'm not really complaining. I'm just sharing because I think it's important to show all the sides to all the things, especially as somebody who has a platform. I do think it's important. So anyway, I love you all. I hope you guys are having a great week. If you made it this far and you still love me, please do us a favor and rate, review, and subscribe. Those reviews make my day. So I always like seeing a new one pop up and I'm like, yay, thank you. So if you got a second to do that, it means the world to me. And I'll see you all next week. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Money Bear Podcast. If you've made it this far, do us a favor, take two seconds, rate, review, and subscribe. It seriously means the world to me. And if you just take a second to do that, I will appreciate you endlessly. And if you do, let me know on Instagram and I'll thank you personally. So got that. And of course, since we were talking about anything financial on this show, please note that nothing on this show is intended as financial advice. I don't know you, unfortunately. And because of that, I cannot tell you what to do with your money. You got to work with a financial professional who knows your situation, who is preferably a fiduciary. And keep in mind that everything that we talk about on this podcast is for education and entertainment purposes only. It's all my opinion. So there's that. If you want to see our full terms and conditions, head on over to the show notes. And while you're there, we've got free resources for you to get started on your money journey down in the show notes as well, including a free guide to help you with your budgeting templates and budgeting tutorials and investing 101, understanding the different accounts that are out there. All that good stuff is inside of my free guide, which is also available at thelazyinvestorscourse.com slash guide. And if you're ready to take our relationship to the next level, I am also hosting a monthly investing class. And that investing class, you can find the times we're offering it this month at thelazyinvestorscourse.com slash webinar. That link is in the show notes as well. And that's where you have the chance to meet me live and ask those money questions live. It's a good time. 
we've had over 20,000 people as of recording this join or register. And yeah, it's always nice to meet you guys. So I hope to see you there again. All that is available down in the show notes. So thank you again for coming and listening. I appreciate you and I'll see you next week. <laughs>